Welcome to Marriage Conversations. We're Mason and Chelsea Linscog, and we believe your marriage was designed to be successful, and we have a passion to tell you how. We believe in simple tools that yield amazing results, and we believe that your dreams for your marriage aren't as far off as you think. So join us as we dive into today's conversation. Can you hear me? What? Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Good. Well, hello uh, to every one of you who are listening today. Uh, you know, title of today's message is Can You Hear Me? And so what we're going to talk about today are just practical ways that we can help each other with just listening to one another so that, you know, each of you feel cared about. And our theme verse for the day comes out of James chapter 1, verse 19, says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Um, you know, that's really simple and, and, and practical, not necessarily always easy, right? But, you know, all of us, we really have this inherent need to be known and to be understood. And when someone understands us, they take the time to listen to us. We feel valued. We feel cared about. We feel appreciated. And when we do that for one another, you know, in marriage, it's a really beautiful thing. And, you know, it's one of those really foundational communication items that can truly transform everything. And look, it's not, it might not be easy at first, but it just takes practice and repetition. And so that's really what we want today. We want you to feel confident that you can, you know, have a game plan uh, for your conversations with your spouse so that they can feel loved, so that they can feel like you are truly listening to them. And look, you might already be a good listener, but you might not necessarily be communicating just how well you are listening. And when you, when you take it a next step further and you verbalize what you've heard and you kind of sum things up so that your spouse knows that, oh, wow, they really were listening. You know, they didn't miss a beat. Um, you know, they know how I feel. And, you know, they know that, you know, what happened to me was, was really not cool. It, it connects you mm-hmm. in a way that, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it deepens that bond it does. that you have with each other. Yeah. And the best way, if, if you're learning to listen and by human nature, most of us, when we are in a conversation, we get a little self-absorbed. And as we are, quote unquote, listening to the person that's speaking, the whole time we're thinking, okay, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? What kind of quippy response am I going to give to make myself sound really good? What am I going to say? What am I going to say? And that's one of the worst listening tactics ever. It may be a good way at a party for everybody to hear you and laugh at your joke, but it's not a good connection tool. And that's what we want to give you here. And the best way that we have found that you can listen to your spouse is when you are listening 
seek to understand, not seek, not listen to seek to respond. When you are listening and you are seeking to understand and not formulating your response as they're speaking, you understand what they are saying, your recollection of what they have said increases, and then you're able to do what our next tip is going to be for you. But when you are listening to someone and you are distracted or you're thinking about how you're going to respond, oftentimes you are really missing what that person is saying, whether you're missing it because it was a verbal cue or because it was a physical cue that they were giving, you're not paying attention to what they're saying. And we want to make sure that when you are talking with one another, that you are truly listening and you're truly understanding what your spouse is trying to say to you. Now that's just a part of the equation. Mason, like you said a little bit ago, he was kind of hinting at what we call reflective listening. So let's say you're doing a really good job at focusing. So Mason's talking to me about his day or even, okay, this one's a tough one for me sometimes. He'll be, um, he likes financial stuff. So he'll be talking about all these financial things that I don't understand. And it's very easy for me to get lost in it and my brain gets distracted. But let's say I'm really, really listening to what he's saying and I'm seeking to understand and not to respond, then my next step is when I open my mouth, it is to clarify his content. It is to clarify the words that he said and to say something like, okay, well, since that happened, it sounds to me like you're really excited about that. And then he gets the opportunity to say, no, you didn't understand what I was saying. That It was a really bad thing. I'm really upset. <laughs> and by doing so, it changes the whole context of our, our conversation. So, you know, maybe you're listening to your wife and, you know, you're bored by the conversation because it seems like, okay, it's all this drama and all this stuff happened at her job and, you know, I just need to fix it. A lot of times men get in this area where they want to provide a solution. They want to fix things. And women get into this thing where they want to delve into the emotion. And, and maybe that's what your spouse needs. But as you are listening, seeking to understand, and you say, well, honey, it sounds like what that woman said to you today really hurt your feelings. And then she can say, it really did hurt my feelings. She feels really understood by you and really connected. But let's say you say, well, it sounds like you're really angry at her. And that gives her the opportunity to say, no, I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm just let down. And then at that point, from actively listening and to responding with what you think is said, it, le- it takes you away from a whole lot of fights. When, you know, when somebody is talking and you say, well, I feel like you are really mad at me right now and I'm really frustrated by that. And then you give them a chance to say, I'm not mad at you. I mean, we had that happen this morning. (laughs) We were really tired and we got up this morning and I don't know if it was, oh yeah, we have an espresso machine. We're really bougie, you guys. Um, We really like, uh, we really like coffee. Um, (laughs) We're really fancy. And um, 
we were just saying something and I said, no, don't plug it in there. Do it this way. Or he's like, well, I feel like you're, you know, really upset with me. I'm like, or really mad or something and gave me the opportunity to say, no, I'm not mad. I just want to help you. And it opened up this realm of conversation where we got to really talk about it and, and it helped us to avoid an argument because Mason understood I wasn't sitting there trying to attack him. I was trying to avoid a problem in the future. And I understood at that point that he felt attacked. So we got to mitigate that before it turned into anything else. You were just trying to wake up and you needed your coffee. That too. I think that that's really what it was. <laughs> you know? But nobody's perfect. No. No, none of us are. And, um, you know, it really just goes back to believing the best in one another. You know, one of our first episodes that we did. Uh, this is one of those things that you can do to communicate that you do believe the best, you know? It's like, hey, you know, when you said this, it really sounded like you're really frustrated at me or it sounded like you're really mad at me or angry at me. Um, you know, have I done anything, you know, you know, to upset you or did you or is this or is this what you meant, you know, like just asking questions is enough to know is, is is enough to let the other person know that you're listening to what they said you know and you can you can even take this outside um you know in, in of your marriage into other areas of your life to help you to uh, just be successful be better you know like you know if you're at your job or something and you know maybe your your boss is is talking to you about something just ask them one question about just anything just one question that communicates to them that not only were you listening, you're interested and you're seeking to understand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that makes them, you know, feel valued as well. You know, that, you know, what they're saying to you matters, that you value what they're saying. You know, it's, it's simple, but it makes a huge difference. Um, mm -hmm. And the other thing that I wanted to mention you know, we're talking about seeking to understand. Um, one of the other things that is really helpful in conversation is this whole idea of being right. You know, a lot of times it really comes down to you can either be right or you can be kind. You know? Mm-hmm. When it, comes to, when it comes to conversation, look, you might know that what someone else is saying is wrong, but is it really even worth it to correct them? You know, it takes a stable and secure person to not feel the need to correct in the middle of conversation, uh, to be right. Just be kind. Mm -hmm. And there are times, don't get us wrong, obviously there are times for correction, but... And standard conversation when you're talking to your spouse. Does it facilitate the function of the conversation you're having to correct them or to challenge them at that time? Maybe that does not facilitate that conversation. If the conversation is one to where your spouse needs to feel understood, it doesn't matter if they have all the facts right. The fact of the matter is, is that in a lot of conversation, the, the portion of communication isn't always verbal. 
a lot of times the things that people are saying are given through nonverbal cues, through their body language, or through the way that they're saying something. And a lot of times that's where a lot of the confusion does come from. You know, your spouse may be saying, you know, they could say, I love you. But if you, they say, I love you is very different than I love you. And that's where you get to clarify that content. Maybe you're confused because of the way they said something and you say, you know, what I'm hearing is that you don't love me, but you're frustrated at me. And then they can say, yeah, <laughs> or they can say, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it that way. I really meant this. And so from the place of misunderstanding from body language or from, you know, verbal cues, you're clarifying the things that they're saying and what you're receiving so that your channels aren't mixed. Because if you move forward with the perception that they're angry at you, then that becomes your reality in your conversation now because of what you're perceiving. Your perception is your reality. So when you are perceiving correctly, then it really aids in your communication. So clarifying that you're understanding what they're trying to say will facilitate the conversation and making sure that you're staying on the same page. And it keeps, there are these arguments that tend to happen because for the longest time you've assumed something. For the longest time you've understood something one way. And so you believe that of your spouse. Whereas maybe that isn't really the truth. And if they have the opportunity to speak out to that, it would change a lot of the way that you're, you're speaking and the way that you are reacting in your relationship. That's really powerful. Perception is reality. You know, how, how many of us, you know, have, have experienced this? I'd say that if we were all honest, we probably have all, you know, been in this place where we perceived that our spouse was acting in a certain way and it became our reality whether it was true or not mm -hmm. and that you know that can be so dangerous but when we understand you know the way that that works you know that if we just take the time to understand one another instead of assuming something you know that, that that's that's why we're talking about this today. Look, we want to be we want to be proactive and not reactive. Uh, we really believe in prevention, and uh, you know that's important in all areas of our life. Uh, you never want to be reactionary. That's stressful. Mm -hmm. That's not peaceful, um, and it's just not a life that is going to be full. Uh, and so we want you to live a full life. We want you to experience everything that God has for you. We want you to be closer than ever with your spouse. Mm -hmm. We want you to be as connected as ever with your spouse. And your spouse just wants you to understand them. They want you to know them. They don't necessarily need you to, you know, be right or fix something. They just want you to listen. Mm -hmm. And look, marriage is, is a place that we go to give. And sometimes one of the greatest gifts that you can give someone is a listening ear. And if misunderstanding 
is what leads to conflict. And we have the ability to eliminate misunderstanding. Then we want to do that. Use it like it's an equation because it is. Just how in math, two plus two equals four. When you one, listen to understand. And two, clarify their content and make sure that you understand what they're saying. Then you will be able to respond in such a way that leads to connection and not to a miscommunication. We believe that when you understand and communicate well in your marriage and both spouses feel known and understood, there is a connection that is made that is unparalleled by anything else. There is no conflict that you cannot overcome. There is no amount of arguments that you can dissipate before they happen because you completely and uniquely know your spouse because you are listening to them. We believe that this is an incredible tool to have in your tool belt. So the next time that you're listening to your spouse, shut your brain down and do not be thinking about how you want to respond. They'll give you time when they're done. Seek to understand what they are saying and respond to them by saying, what I hear you saying is this, is that right? And then clarify what you can do for them. So how can I help you? What do you need from me? And if they need you to fix it, then you have that opportunity. If they need a hug, then you have that opportunity. And then in this way, your marriage is wonderful. And you're both heard. You're both understood. And above all else, you're known. If you enjoyed today's conversation, let us know by leaving us a rating. We would love to hear your feedback. And if you post a question there, we'll do our best to answer it on a future episode. Remember, leaving a rating helps us to spread the news about having a great marriage through Christ to more people on this platform. We appreciate your time and can't wait to have more conversations with you.